the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. This is the Liberty Hour, each and every Sunday night. When I'm in town, not selling real estate to people who understand, it's time to run from the corrupt mafia Democrat-run sewer that, unfortunately, Illinois has become. Now, I say this with a heavy heart. Those of you that know me know that I love my history here. In fact, Macbeth, I was just at a family party with, and I say this about all the nieces, but one of my favorite nieces, it was her birthday today, her, fi- her fifth birthday. And it's a wonderful thing. Beautiful day. Beautiful day. 60 degrees. Sun is out. Where the party, the kids, the lineage, the families. And you look and you say, isn't this wonderful? And then you remember what happens to the property values in sewers run like this. Then you, you remember what has happened to the restrictive taxation and punitive systemic corruption. That is Illinois politics. And now it's election cycle and we get used to it. And I did another stupid thing, Macbeth. I did because I was at the party. I wanted to spend as much time as possible there. I put off coming to the studio to the last minute, which means I had to cram all three Sunday shows into like an hour. And also benefits me because I didn't have to deal with you for as long tonight. Correct. But it's just too much to bear. Two national Hybrid communists who pretend to be Democrats, who are really socialists at best in disguise, and I mean specifically Joe Biden. We all know that Bernie Sanders is a true communist who hides in a Trojan horse of a party called the Democrat Party, which has allowed the Saul Alinsky communists to thrive and to become very rich and very powerful in it. Bernie Sanders as well, as we go through his history, hopefully he'll be the nominee. Either one will be easy to chew up. With the fact that they've become worth tens of millions of dollars the whole time serving the public. And by the way, their wives and their brothers, they all got very rich too. So I'm looking forward to the debate as we pick the cleaner of the dipstick, right? I mean, that's what we're really picking. Who's got the least amount of grease on them in the sewer that is unfortunately the undercurrent of our political system as we know it? When I talk to younger people, I get a lot of anti-Biden sentiment from them and these are not necessarily people who are pro bernie to begin with as you know i'm against 80 percent the trumponomics see because i'm against collectivism and collectivism is corruption and it lives in both parties so 
We have to always prepare ourselves to position our, to, to be in the right position to defeat it. So now I watched um, the national one, the one with uh, little Mike Wallace's daughter. What's his name? Chris Wallace. Chris Wallace, Fox, Sunday Fox, whatever the hell it's called. And I watched little Georgie Stephanopoulos, the ex-Clinton lackey lap girl. Which, by the way, Macbeth, did you see Hulu's got Hillary? New, uh, they're building up that old dog again. They're putting her on the, on the front of the car. And she's great. Hillary was a victim of Trump phobia and racism and all the other things. Not, not of her own history. Of the decades of corruption that is the Clinton family, Inc. No, 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 she was a victim. But anyway, they're trying to dust off Bill and give him an excuse. And this is the champion of uh, the party that fights for women. As he talks about the molestation of an intern. As if he was taking the edge off. And as you know, Macbeth, I've said for years, nothing takes the edge off like an intern that can keep a secret. I guess that so. takes the edge off. Hey, right? we all have anxiety. So I'm just, you know, my thing is, and, and the people that listen to me and listen to the show, understand, there are no good guys in the story. The political bodies would have you believe there's a good guy and a bad guy, rather than have you focus on where they're both the bad guy, on where they both butter their bread, right? So to me, I guess you have to do that lesser of two evils, the binary choice. I, I buy into it, especially when you're running against a party that not only colludes with the idea of collectivism and socialism and manipulation over individuals and the limitation of people and the control of people and the racism. How are we going to beat racism? Well, we're going to implement racism and all the parties that would all the party politics that lies within the social engineering platforms of both parties. You have to pick the better or the lesser of two evils. Right. That's what you have to do. So during the show today or before the show, Shalom Klein, who, you know, I love the kid. You know I do. Shalom Klein is in studio, and he has a Democrat running against Kim Fox, who seems like a wonderful guy. We're going to have him on after the commercial. and Because uh, we were having a very interesting debate right up until Macbeth had to say, uh, show's starting. So we are going to pick up on that. I hate to, I hate to rain on your parade. Wow. Yeah, He's running for clerk, not state's attorney. Oh, clerk? Oh, that's no big deal. What are you even hanging around for? Clerk. Okay, you're a clerk. No, I'm kidding. We're going to have him in here because we're going to talk about how, because I've, I've had this question as we watch the Sunday shows, as we watch people who are told to vote for Biden, because I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, there isn't a grown man or woman with an IQ over 65 who can look at Joe Biden and say, yeah, there's my guy. They did what happens in these mafia districts. They vote for who they're told to vote for. How do you think Madigan wins? Or Ed Burke, the drunken, stumblebum, fraud, corrupter of our political system, win time and time again because he has the infrastructure of corruption. The lackeys with the stretch marks on their ears, we call municipal workers and all those that want in on it. All the lobbyists, all the union mafia thugs. So they don't have constituents who say, I like the cut of your jib. You, my man, have a plan to represent me and to stoke the freedom that this country promised me and the property rights and the fact that law will be used as a shield, not a spear. And see, these aren't stupid people. These are lawyers running. They're not dumb. They know these concepts. But what they know is that you people are not smart enough for your own freedom. So therefore, they have to create a Rube Goldberg mechanism where you're limited at every turn. 
and for the greater good. This is a common theme, the greater good. Well, what is the greater good other than a vehicle and a weapon used to enrich those in charge of the machine? Because that's what our history shows us. As you sit in Illinois, in Chicago, Illinois, a hundred years of Democrat rule, and you think it's a winner? How could you sit idly by and say, you know what this system needs? A little bit more Democrats. Really? Because you can only come to one conclusion when you look at this stumble bum. Stumble bum who should be doing Depends commercials. Instead, he's going to be the nominee for the Democrat Party. There's only one reason he's in that position. The people who voted for him were told to. And they followed suit like the infrastructure foot soldier to the mafia we call a Democrat Party. That's it. And they would vote for a tomato can or John Wayne Gacy's ghost if it said it was a Democrat. That's just the way it is. So we're going to have a Democrat member in here. We're going to ask him to refute those allegations. What do you think of that? I, I really don't think that's the, the sort of thing you'd be asking him, but sure. Oh, I just asked him. He's you, right there looking you, at me. He doesn't speak for Biden. Of course not, but he speaks for the Democrat Party, and I mean this. I don't think he does. If I think we're going to uh, change things in Illinois, thing. it's not going to be by wrapping the shroud of a Democrat Party without acknowledging the fact it is a political mafia, and that's all it is. And anybody who speaks up against it is crushed. They're crushed. And their little hand-picked favorite, useful idiot foot soldiers, that's what we call Democrat politicians. So I'm looking forward to the interview. You didn't hear it. I put my phone on vibrate. Did you hear it vibrate? Uh, yeah, I heard it vibrate. Damn it. 312-642. I actually checked my text messages when, you, uh, when I heard that because I thought it was my phone vibrate. <laughs> so did everybody in their car right now. That's okay. I like to keep people on their toes. You know, we had a friend of the show come into the cigar store, and he goes, you know, I was putting you on last Sunday night, and my wife rolled her eyes. She's like, oh, God, this guy makes me so angry. And then he made her listen for a half hour, which, you know, some of those marriages you can still make your wife do things. I don't have one, but I, I, I welcome the people that do. And at the end, he said, well, what do you think? She goes, well, I can't argue with him, but boy, it makes me mad. Good, because you should be mad rather than going along to get along. Rather than sitting at the parties thinking, oh, everything's great. It's a nice day. And my nieces, because you know what? When I sit at that party, I look at those little kids that are five and six and seven. And I say, look at what we've let these scoundrels do. Look at how we've let them erode our wealth, raise our taxes, raise our costs and steal their future. That's the reality of what your complacency to the Democrat mafia has done. And it will continue to do if you pretend they have society's best interest. There is no society. There's only people. There is no forest. There's only trees. Don't let these witch doctors sell you a bill of goods. 312-642-5600. Hey, Whitey, where's your hat? This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Everybody knows that the days are loaded. Everybody rolls. Give us a call if you care to participate in the show. We have Jacob Meister, Democrat for Clerk of Circuit Court. All right. So now you know how I feel about the Democrat Mafia. Now I understand. Listen, my father-in-law, my wife's whole family, I have relatives myself. Reunion until I corrected them. 
in the Democrats and, and agree with me. Even when they participate, they agree. Everybody in Chicagoland knows this. Right? Right. Yeah. I, grew up corrupt- in, I grew up in Milwaukee. And the Wisconsin, you know, Wisconsin system of politics is a totally different world. I moved to Chicago and this, the, the machine, I don't want no one, no one sent. It, it blows my mind. Okay. It okay. blows my mind. All right, I mean, so- I'm a Democrat. I will be a good Democrat, but I'm a Democrat that, that is totally independent okay. from the machine. You're like the spotted owl. You rarely are spotted, but you rarely, uh, but you do exist apparently. So I'll give you a grievance on the, calling yourself a Democrat, like I do people who call themselves Republicans, and we'll get into that later. In the meantime, you're running against whom? I'm running against. There's uh, there's three party insiders running. We've got uh, Michael Cabanargi, who is the chairman of the Border Review, the Property Tax Border Review, who has had ethics violations up. Up the wazoo. Yeah, they call those uh, uh, resume builders in Chicago. Go yeah, ahead. yeah. I mean, he's just it, he he is the party's slated pick to protect their jobs. And by the way, we will give Carbonardi, who I uh, we will give him equal time. And who's your other opponent? State Senator Iris Martinez. She's on the uh, State Central Committee, Madigan State Central Committee. Up oh. Carbonardi is, by the way, Madigan's vice chair of, of the Depart- Democratic Party of Illinois. Yeah. So we have to technically. So no, I will. I, want- I will uh, send emails out. Send to them emails. And, uh, I want to give them equal time because I absolutely. love to be around mobsters. I think we would enjoy Makes those me segments. Feel like I'm back home. I absolutely love it. So let's get the mobsters in here. See if we can get up a pinochle game. Yeah, and so, we'll ask them about ooh, their particular. Uh, I'll uh, bring Ritz crackers. Go ahead. You'll, you, what else is no? <laughs> so go ahead. So now listen, my accusations are are are, are not unfounded, brother. A hundred years of this kind of skullduggery. Listen, and we're talking about big money. Yeah, we don't know what Michael Madigan's worth, but I'd like to guess. I say we start at a hundred million. Here, here's what here's what the Sun Times in the endorsement of Cabinardi had. Carbonargi had to say, what a backhand. Our one reservation with respect to Carbonargi is that he has strong ties to old school Democrat organizations, a.k.a. mafia. He is vice chair to the Democrat Party of Illinois. Ooh. We're pretty sure the party bosses are counting on him to protect some 1,400 mobbed up jobs. Bunch of stretch marks are in those jobs. Right. Yep, and, and that's what that's what I'm running. I, I, I mean, this is an office that's so important to me. I'm a practicing lawyer for the last 30 years. I'm no one, no one sent, mm-hmm. and I want this office to run on time. No, uh, no, no. Uh, run and what e- can you do? Now, listen. I mean this. I'm tethered to this state because I have a, a, a gorgeous, very headstrong wife who refuses to move with me. Okay. As you know, I, I started my business. As we discussed, I will never advise somebody to buy Illinois real estate because you are buying into not just a bankruptcy, which Illinois is, you're buying into a mafia-run cabal, and you're a victim of it, unless you're inside, unless I hire Slick Eddie Burke, the drunken stumblebum of Rush Street, or the little tiny mobster, Madigan, or unless I hire one of their sycophants, who you know. Absolutely. I mean, we could pretend it doesn't exist, but that's how it works. The, The ground zero of it is our property tax system, which has a crushing burden, and it is... You know, you've got a guy like Carbonargi who's who right now the the cranes just reported on it on Friday or yeah Friday where you know we have we people of Cook County elect assessor Cook Fritz Kagi uh-huh. don't know what your feelings on him are but he came into office saying he's he is going to do fair assessments across the board he thinks we have a horrible property tax system he assesses values 
But what's been happening, you know, Barrios was in the job business of handing oh, out property tax relief, pay to play. How and that's what I to know if you want a job, though, Barrios. Right. So, so, it's, so, so Kagi comes along, and this is right in the cranes last Friday, and says, I'm doing it fair. It's going to be assessed based on fair market value. And Springfield should take note that we have a bad property tax system, but his job is to just assess it. He's doing it fairly. What's happening? He in wealthy neighborhoods and big, huge property, commercial property owners <laughs> who were actually being assessed at their fair market value are going over to the board of review to my opponent, Michael Cabanargi, and it's pay to play 100 percent. They hire these lawyers who, who give huge contributions. And guess what? Their oh, assessments are getting cut. And who does that screw? S- it's it, it, who does it? No, who, I got, it's fine it, enough. Okay, yeah, who does who does it? You know, it's it's the individual homeowners. So it's, now let me give you a little background on me because I, you know, I'm from Melrose Park. I live in Elmwood Park, okay. and then I'm afflicted with the verbiage. But let me explain. I uh, was a commodity trader for many years at the Mercantile Exchange. I started as a runner in 1987. Mm-hmm. I became a registered investment advisor in the early 2000s. I um, was disgusted with that business as well. I tried it for a little while. I worked for a hedge fund. I then went into real estate always having my real estate license, always recognizing the benefits and the way in which you can monetize real estate and the, the essential asset it is to the, to the American, to the, one of the only countries that really has a property right ownership steeped in, in, in individual ownership. Mm-hmm. It has been infringed upon by the kind of mafia corrupt politics that we call Chicago mm-hmm. and Cook County. Why in this day and age, the year 2020, when we're supposed to have an ad valorem tax system, that is supposed to be rooted in some equation that for some reason keeps changing, depending on who you are. Why do we even need people in this position when, thank goodness for technology to my phone, I mm-hmm. can get you per foot value per second of every day. Why do I even need these people? I, I am 100% with you. Okay. First of all, we shouldn't have a crushing property tax burden that we have. And, oh. and, that, comes, and that comes from, you know. The it, pensions, it, the schools, the social engineering of your party. Well, it, it, it's also it's also the fact that the state's not picking up its fair share of schools. So we, we Illinois is number forty seven in terms of state. Brother, we're paying state. sixteen thousand dollars a kid, right? For Chicago, sixteen thousand a year. The corrupt union communists take what fourteen thousand for their phony pensions that are steeped in nothing but magic sauce. Yep, and our pensions, our pensions are our pensions are an issue. Fortunately, we're go- we've got now a two tier pension system. That that pension burden is burning off slowly. So ex- explain this to me. I sent my kids to the best schools mm-hmm. in my area, right? Mm-hmm. Although not a religious man, I sent them to a Catholic school in my area. Mm-hmm. I complained every day, and I spent seven thousand per kid. Why is the difference so vast? When you take a Chicago public school kid, I give him a newspaper, he can't read it. And I spent 16000 and I'm talking about an 18-year-old. I spent 16000 a year. Well, in the meantime, his teacher gained 30 pounds and bought a house in Hawaii. Can somebody explain to me why the answer is always more money when we know it gets siphoned off to this corrupt union steeped in communism? Void of results. Why aren't they held to any results? And instead, when we ask them for results, they cook the test numbers so they lower the standards so you graduate morons that we pretend are C and B students. I, I mean, I, at a, what point are we going to look at the reality of what is happening versus the utopian sales pitch of the collective social engineering society? 
Yep. I, 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 I totally hear you. I mean, obviously, I'm running for clerk of the circuit court, which no, is no, a totally different. And if I were running for a legislative position, you know, those are those are really good questions to ask on the. What we started on was the real estate issue. Yeah, I don't stand and, what we started on. Ask yeah. about. Yes, but, that's actually an absolute fact. <laughs> we started talking about real estate. Yeah. And what not, we started on is one purchasing. cup of coffee, and then we moved to two and five and 12, but, and but, uh, then you end up with Sean. I'll, I'll have a double, Jacob, I'll, I'll have a double up, shot. I end up shot of espresso. I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> Jacob, you can't talk about property taxes without talking about the failures and in the, in the excuses used to steal the money. So, in, I mean, reality is... You can't fix one if you don't diagnose the issue and fix the other, right? So this idea that we're somehow going to lower taxes after we've burdened property ownership with the kind of obligations that's, that a corrupt government has stuck on ownership. And then it goes back to what we originally started talking about. Would you tell your son to buy? Your son. Would you say, you know what, son? I think you should buy real estate in Illinois. I think you should build a real estate portfolio based in a nice hybrid of commercial and residential investment properties. Or would you tell him, son, you take that money and go somewhere where it's liked, where it's welcomed, where it's not stolen from you? What would you tell your son? Yeah, I, Illinois real estate definitely is not the best investment because we have, to me, we have crushing, and I understand right. I'm a lawyer, so I, 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 do, I, I deal with this. We have crushing property tax burdens that are placed on property owners, commercial, residential, across the board. And what we have is a system that is is controlled by this small group of the Burks and the Madigans and all of the and that that have property tax appeal law firms and you have to hire one of them to get big property tax re- reductions and you know it who's so pro- and who's profiting off of it those property tax appeal lawyers. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how you get a lawyer, a Democrat lawyer, to do a commercial for Liberty Real Estate Services. Bingo. Nice try, Sean. Thank you very much. <laughs> 312-642-5600. We'll be back after this. Thank you. Jacob. Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. So much to talk about. And I want to thank Jacob Meister, who was originally Shalom Klein's guest, who I love Shalom. And uh, we were debating during the show switchover. And I thought it was quite interesting, Mikpah. I don't know what you thought. And you never know. The thing about talk radio is I don't do a shtick. So there's no script. So I love the fact that we can change things on a fly, that I could come in here predetermined to talk about things. And we, you know, such a. I, I think he was more comfortable in that conversation than I can imagine any candidate ever oh, talking to you. And that's not a slight on you, although it sort of is for the radio because uh, you're a right. bum, yada, yada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Uh, but Jacob Meister it, is, that was is a, a decent that, man he was, he who was sat on in the, the same seat. page. He sat in the hot seat. Oh yeah, and he honestly yeah. said, "Yeah, he held, it's a he mafia." Held a, uh, he held a lighter to the hot seat, there. and it's you know what? That's refreshing. Even though I would love, and we will, you know, I'll have him back, and I mean that. I want the opponents. They could call in. They don't have to come in studio. We love people of integrity. Love it. And somebody explained to me where I'm wrong. That's all I'm looking for. See, because I'm not coming here and selling you Republican populism. Just submit. Submit, roll over, and let the Republicans take charge of your life. Oh, contraire. 
I'm telling you it's time to stand up and put representatives in the corner where they belong. Instead of out front putting us in the corner. Who are you to tell me anything? Can somebody explain that to me? Where are these masters among men that get to limit everything? See, because this yeah, is what we're talking... They should be arguing about what to do and then begging our permission to do Your it. Your whole thing is every structure that the Democrat Party in particular, and the Republicans as well, set up is steeped in coercion, is steeped in force. These are lawyers that have taken an oath to uphold the concept that law is to be a shield for the individual, and instead they wield it as the axe against the individual. And they chop you right down to size. And if you think you can put up with it, well, where's the guy that gets to put up with it? And this leads me to where we are, how the Sololinsky communist Chicago Democrat has seeped into mainstream Democrat Party. And what I see before me are versions of a totalitarian, authoritarian state dictating everything from soup to nuts, from when you get up in the morning till you go to bed, and you better sleep accordingly. And they use things like the economy, and now they're using coronavirus, and tomorrow it will be, uh, by the way, it's racism always, it's equality, it's all these little things that nobody really has a solution to without stripping people from their individuality. It's about putting us in boxes so that they can put a lid on it. And I, I, am, I am astonished at the tolerance of the American citizen to sit back and take it in a little city that is obviously a hundred years of corruption like Chicago, let alone we're letting it seep out nationally where the candidates are literally deciding what position of force are you comfortable with. All right, we got a call. Let's go to John. John, thanks for calling the show. Hey, Sean. Uh, listen, uh, I, I just was uh, wondering what your thoughts were on uh, Kamala Harris's endorsement of Biden. Kamala Harris is an interesting person. Do you know about her history? Kamala Harris was the girlfriend of Willie Brown, who was a married mayor in San Francisco. And she's, she's such a party hack who has made literally millions, John. These people, listen, this is about money, honey. Don't believe a word of it about how they're, they're gods and they do it because they care for you. Camilla Harris was a nothing who dated Willie Brown and became not only a millionaire, but a very powerful person in the Democrat Party. So Camilla Harris will do what she is told to do by the Democrat Party, just like the people who vote Democrat. There are two kinds of Democrats, the people who need government corruption and the people who are government corruption. That's a Democrat. I'm sorry, John, but it is what it is. And the Republicans are those who want in on it. More, mainly, 60% of Republicans just want in on it. There's only about 30% of the American people that want the America we're promised, the one that we, we ideolo- ideologically pretend exists, the kind where you're free and you have liberty. Do you think she could be his vice presidential pick? He's going to need a woman and he's going to need a minority. Bingo. If it's not her, it'll be the, the one from Georgia. Or the Native American. Oh, you, you, you mean, you mean uh, uh, Harvard's Warren. first minority hire? That's Elizabeth right. Elizabeth Warren? Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you saw her, uh, uh, the uh, Twitter leak, but uh, they say 
that uh, Klobuchar uh, let it slip that uh, she's walking. She's she's happy to be joining the ticket, yeah, and then all of, of a sudden she froze up. Yeah, a lot of people oh. in Minnesota are, uh, are you talking about Edward are in G. the Robinson? know on that. They're, 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 they Klobuchar, Klobuchar is pretty the one much that looks lot. like Edward G. Robinson. Where's uh, your Moses? She's now? the one who looks most like her <laughs> okay. Saturday Night Live uh, depiction. She'll be just transportation secretary. I mean, we've got a thousand places we could stick these corrupt people. Just make it up. What do you need to be, Edward G? You got it. There you go. Okay. 642-5600. Thanks, John, for calling the show. And thanks again to Jacob uh, Meister. We're going to have him back on and grill him up again. See you in Ukraine soon. You're listening to The Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. And you know what's funny is I'm reflecting on what, it, you know, any my buddy tags me, Jacob Meister seems like a good guy. He was a good guy. He is a good guy. And, it, you know, we need a change. It's hard for me to say I endorse a Democrat, but he seems like a decent guy. We're going to get to know him a little bit more. But I felt the same way about Lipinski. Pinsky seems like a good guy. And I'm watching him uh, today. The last show that I watched uh, on my way in was Flannery Fired Up or Fired Up on Flannery, whatever. The guy who dyes his beard, losing his hair at a record pace, that guy. And um, Lipinski. Number two pencil beard. Lipinski was on with his uh, Palestinian opponent because he's from a district, the largest Palestinian neighborhood in America. And he's got a woman running against him. And. They're talking about this, Macbeth. I know you're not supposed to talk about it. I know it's the third rail of radio, but you know me. I, what? I don't care. What? What are we talking about? Lipinski apparently voted against um, a bill or voted, voted for a bill that, that gave medical treatment to babies that survive abortion. Yeah. Can you even believe there's a bill like this? It so, said that there has to be or I want to know. talked about. I and, mean, and he's being attacked by the, by the pro-baby killers. Of course. And I said to myself, he hasn't fallen in line, what the hell kind of human being would let a baby either die or kill it if it miraculously survives an assassination yeah, attempt that's a sign this wasn't supposed to go that way. Are you, you know? looking? And we're going to let... And these scumbags, you're making laws and decisions? And that used to be the Not fringe. Not in my world, that baby. That used to be the extreme fringe. And that is now, the like norm. you said, they're running. They're trying to run him out of the party for it. That is that is the absolute standard of the Democrats. It's called infanticide. Yeah. And it's an evil scum. Yeah. First of all, I'm going to tell you something. And there I'm are not, advocates of actual infanticide who have now been able to ally themselves with, with these. I'm not running for office. And I don't really care Thank who God. likes me, who doesn't. I don't care. Just I don't care whether you're a man or a woman. The kind of person that embraces the idea. Of my checkbook doesn't have enough money in it and my life's too busy. Unfortunately, my girlfriend got pregnant, so let's whack the baby. You're at a level of scum that I can't even fathom, let alone the idea that we're going to take money from people who feel like me and pay to whack the baby is sickening. It's, the, it's sickening. And we have to hide behind, I'm a Republican. I'm a pro-life. I'm pro-choice. What the hell is wrong with you? What the hell is wrong with you? The only thing, the only point to life is the future. The only absolute thing you must protect are children. Yeah. Yet the same party that wants to steal my 17000 a year to pretend to educate them while they're enriching their union mafia, the same party 
also wants to whack them. Well, and take the guns because, you know, we need to protect the children. Yeah, well, I'm going to tell you something. You keep this up, you're going to need to confiscate a lot of people. It's, out, it's sickening to me at this level that we had on, on Fox News, on Fox News, we're talking about whether the baby should get treatment if it survives as opposed to what? To the Palestinian kid and the other dimwit that's running up against Lipinski. What's the other option? You want to stab him? What do you want to do, break his neck? The evil and the scum that wraps themselves around the political ideology that somehow can say, you represent people, you sicken me. You represent evil and you're scum. And that goes for the people out there that would whack their own kid. Bunch of rats. All right. Frank, thanks for calling the show. What's up, kid? How are you, Sean? Wonderful. Well, first things first, now I got to talk about something else. Yes, without a doubt, the lowest scums in the same category as pedophiles when it comes to abortion, the people that agree well, with they that. They both want to hurt kids, so that's a very good analogy. They, they don't even want to, yeah, just, just uh, what, what we should do with them is, is a different topic. Yeah. But on a lighter note, number one, the Democrats, if they had another two years of searching, no one's going to beat Trump, plain and simple. That's, that's not even a question. But what Bernie Sanders should do to screw them even more because of how they have turned code on him, go independent to screw the Democratic Party even more. I, yeah, okay. Bernie Sanders could do the same thing, Frank. Bernie With, Sanders no, no, could do the saying. same thing. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. you're talking about Bernie but Sanders. I'm so excited about these possible debates. Come time really? when, well, just, just come on, Frank. They're two joke. 78 year old guys. You want to see a, de- a, a debate? Go to Panera and watch two old men fight over the last bowl of soup. Yeah. Same thing. I understand. Well, plain and simple. That, that's, that's what's running on the Democratic Party. Right I think now. the Republican, too. What is Trump a spring chicken? He couldn't do a jumping jack if I held a gun to his head. Come on. Mentally, capac- the, the mental state, though, compared to Joe Biden. Well, look at this. You want to know something, Frank? You just came up with the one time. That Donald Trump's mental capacity supersedes the opponent. I think it's phenomenal. Without, without a doubt. Without <laughs> I mean, he could run circles. <laughs> At least Trump can remember his address. If we asked Trump his address, he could spit it out, right? Because he named his house. He doesn't have numbers. Mar-a-Lago. He could say it real quick. If you ask Joe Biden what color is your car, you're going to stump him, kid. Frank? She doesn't even know where he lives. Thanks for calling the show, buddy. I appreciate it very much. We got calls on the line. I do appreciate it, Frank. Thank you. See, we get calls, McBeth, Sunday night. I know. And by the way, for whoever took Dan Prof's tickets to the Hawks game, it's because I couldn't take them. So don't think you're number one choice. I'm number one choice. But I had a radio show to do. And I will be doing the morning show on Tuesday morning, 5 to 9 with Amy Jacobson. And then uh, Dan Prof's syndicated show I'll be doing with Scott Shalady, where we're going to talk about the ramifications of socialism, populism, coronavirus, which in my opinion, and I'd like to know what you think out there. In my opinion, this virus has been politicized so much that it takes away the urgency of what it is. Because by if you talk to the Democrats, it's one party, it's one problem, the Republicans, it's another. We can't even agree about a fracking virus, for God's sakes. 312-642-5600. We'll be back. Missed it by that much. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer.
It's not your host, Sean Thompson, because Sean's not back in the studio yet. I don't know where Sean is, but he must be in the bathroom. I'm going to go to a call. Let's go to Eddie. What's up, Eddie? Hey, how you doing? It's Eddie in Des Plaines. I, I'm sorry, I don't know your name. I, I knew Sean, Sean calls me Macbeth. My name's actually George. What's up? Oh, my. <laughs> Listen, you got Sean's back in the studio. Oh, I was yelling out the door. I heard you yell. All right. I don't know. Can you Who's say on the line? on the radio? Go ahead. It's Eddie. Eddie. Des- Listen, I just wanted to make one point. Um, Bernie Sanders' ideology has killed more people than coronavirus ever could or would. That's it. And you know what's funny? Do you see how he's dis- distancing himself from the authoritarian control and the destruction to society that both socialism and communism that he subscribes to, by the way, has destroyed humanity? And in the year 2020, in a country that was born of the rejection of exactly what him and the Democrat Party in total are, are advocating, and all of a sudden he's trying to sell, and he, it is, you do know, Eddie, it is working. I mean, we call them Democrats, but they're socialists. They're totalitarian socialists who believe yeah, it's terrible. Bullshit. It's terrible. And, and, and you, you want to know what? I don't understand where the adults are. You know, we had on uh, Jacob Meister, who's a wonderful guy. And that's all I'm asking him to do. You acknowledge the fact that this party you're, you say you're a part of is a corrupt mafia, is riddled in failure, steeped in bankruptcy. Why aren't you saying... I reject it. The problem with these parties is we keep buying into it. And, yeah. we're, and we're, are we forced? Yes. But why are we forced? We're Americans, damn it. Yeah. Well, I'll be 60 years old this year in my entire adult life. I've, se- I've seen it. I've seen the, uh, the media just, just kowtow to these frauds, and it's sickening. So. How many Democrats you. did we lose in World War II fighting socialists? How many? How about Half a million? And now the Democrats are the socialists. It's infuriating to me. I can't believe it's happening. My dad was a Marine and he was there, but he, he voted Republican. <laughs> well, he was for <laughs> Listen, Eddie, I appreciate you calling the show very much. Thank you. And, thank uh, you. I want to thank Macbeth for taking your call. Yeah, well, you know. And maybe I'm here whether time, you're not. You give me a time when I could get back or not. You how, know, about, how about you You ask me for a time when you please, just leave the studio? Buried in a pizza box. I can't figure out what you're doing in there. Anyway. You know, there's a great clip of two anchors. It's actually just one anchor, and then there's a guy out doing a, a story on the news. I don't even know where what city it was from years ago. But the, there's an old guy, and he's talking to this resident, and then the you know, a tenant at a building, and then the, the maintenance guy about an elevator. Uh-huh. And he lets him go, and he goes, all right, back to you. And the anchor goes, well, why don't, you, why don't you ask him another question there? And he goes, well, what do you want to ask him? He goes, well, if i got to show you how to be an anchor, or if i got to show you yes. how to be a reporter, I'll come down, we'll do that another time. He goes, well, I used to be your boss. And he goes, yeah, and why aren't you anymore? And they got into this thing. So you, do I have to teach you how to I, do radio? So stuff? listen, you gave me a great idea. Yeah, what's up? Because I spend a lot of my time. In the I bathroom. I watch YouTube. Like even when I'm home, I have a program, I still have YouTube in. Yeah. I love those clips. Okay. So now that we have two hours in this very short segment. You're going to screw up a lot, so we have no, a lot no, of No, no, no. I say we download that. The people will love it. You give the people you, what you they want, want Macbeth. This you is know, how technologically even inept I don't Sean do is. He just said, I think we should download it. What's it called? We got to put it up at the cloud? Up, upload. You don't even know what a cloud is. Uploading. Cloud. Who I know sold, what a cloud is. I'm a smoker. sold you on the cloud? Listen to the verbiage these punks, these, these nerds have us using. Clouds, uploading. You know this being a homeboy yourself. 
It's insane. The yeah. nerds took over society. That's what the hell's so going wrong on. with that? I like when the nerds take over society. Oh, you just think you do. Yeah, it you just know makes why? me look cooler. Nerds want to put us in cages, kid. Yeah. Yes. You maybe. Do. You maybe. Uh, if I had a quarter every time somebody wanted me to I don't, get I don't have a haircut that looks like it was imagined up in the mind of Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Listen, as you get to be 52 years old in phenomenal shape, any hair on my head, I'm welcoming. I don't comb it. I just let it go crazy, baby. 312-642-5600. We'll be back with your calls. After this, thank you. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. So a lot of things happened in the communist capital of America, Chicago, Illinois, in the last 24 hours. Yeah. Bernie Sanders came to visit the communist capital, Saul Alinsky's hometown, Chicago, Illinois, at Grant Park, and spoke, and 16,000 people came to see El Doce speak. And I'll tell you what, that's really not that many for no. Chicago. No. 16,000 communists? For, for an almost <laughs> front runner. Come on, it's like, what'd you do? You emptied out the soup kitchen right there on Balboa. That's all you did. And, um, you know, I always love whenever I mention Sololinsky's name, you know how my brain works. The first thing I think about is, here's a guy that died in a $3 million, their $2.8 million place in Carmel. Yeah. California was yeah. a communist. I just love that. I love the hypocrisy of the of I the believe, communist. I do. Fun fact, and I'm probably be wrong about this, but I do believe Clint Eastwood was uh, mayor of Carmel when he died there. Really? Yes. That wouldn't surprise me. Um, just like it doesn't surprise me that for Bernie anybody Sanders. Last eight seconds. I was not talking about when Clint Eastwood just, died. Is it didn't surprise me that Bernie Sanders is a millionaire whose wife, yeah. who uh, whose wife fudged loan documents and single-handedly bankrupted a school who's backed by a real estate developer, billionaire real estate developer from Vermont, who ponied up and made a fortune in the real estate game the whole time with his first job as a big boy mayor at 43. And this is the guy that's going to uh, bring prosperity and an American utopia to us. As we saw the uh, Illinois Democrats slash communists rally around him. But it turns out, Macbeth, I always liked the infighting between mafia figures. I always did. Um, turns out that little Lori Lightfoot, she didn't buy it. She didn't go Biden. In fact, she went, I mean, she didn't go Bernie. She went Biden. And hmm, that's peculiar. But during her endorsement, she kind of alluded to a few core principles of communism. Do you mind uh, giving me clip one of little Lori Lightfoot? 
I'm proud to offer my endorsement to Joe Biden for president. And let me share some of the reasons with you and why this election, I think, is the most consequential of my lifetime. This city, our beloved Chicago, encompasses so much of what is great about America. We have thriving immigrant communities whose members enrich our city and add to our culture. We have a vibrant downtown that attracts some of the most talented workers in America and beautiful, thriving neighborhoods where they can raise their families. Joe Biden is committed to rebuilding our middle class and to expanding access to affordable health care. And I know he shares our vision for a stronger country where poverty is eradicated. Can you stop it right there? I was actually going to anyway, because I was going to point out that all these thriving neighborhoods and if you want to raise your family there, the good news is if you can't find a place to live, use one of the empty storefronts. And here's the other thing. They're running against Obamacare. See, the the destruction in our health care system is because we listened, not me, but the majority, 60 corrupt senators, to the idea of Barack Obama, Chicago's very own communist failure. Snuck through on a gimmick. So what Joe Biden is actually running against is the cornerstone of achievement, also known as the collapse of our health care system you know obamacare the one that quintupled our premiums the one that forced 40 percent of doctors to say i'm out the one that is the failure that is bringing down truly individual economies around the country and i say this to you not in theory i'm paying two thousand dollars for this nightmare and i was paying five hundred and your company is paying 20000 on average for you. And now, what has happened to your deductible? Oh, please. It's all nonsense. And, and the actual coverage is... And what? you're forced to see Start. one of these idiots that are left. Yeah. You know, I'm, 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 I'm going to tell you right now. The fact that companies keep away the pain train and just pay the twenty grand per year per person, yeah. I have a problem with. You want to change this failure, Obamacare? People will be... They'll be begging you to go back to the way it was. You realize the average person, it's 24000 for the health insurance of a, of, a, of a healthy person? That's what I pay to buffer off the professional disabled we call the Democrat base. Nobody talks about it. So every election year, they're running against improving health care. The one they created. And there's the Democrat base nodding his head like the moronic seal he is. I played the rest of this before. For me, what's most important as the number one criteria is to make sure um, that we have a candidate who can beat Donald Trump. I mean, every single day, the body of evidence of what he is doing to really unmoor our country and, and really denigrate core Amor pillars our of our like democracy just mounts. See, now this is what I wanted to talk to you about. See, I've said for years, this is one of the, the main things I said when I first had the opportunity to fill in. We are unmoored from the principles of America. Mm-hmm. So Donald Trump is unmooring us from the principles of democracy. First off, dimwit, dimwit, lightfoot failure that you are. We're not a democracy. We're a republic for now. The democracy, the tyranny that comes with the democracy, the mobocracy that you're advocating for is what stokes the flames of corruption. You thrive in, you hack you Democrat machine hack failure that you are.
as you as you broadcast from a city so riddled with corruption and failure, people are fleeing it. A third of Michigan Avenue storefronts vacant. Commercial real estate devastated. The sales are half of what they were the year before you took over. The, the shootings, the crime, the murder, the mayhem, that's your legacy. Democrat mafia cartoon character that you are. That's your Democrat party. And that's the party that will endorse the theocrat, or I'm sorry, excuse me, the plutocrat that will head it in the Democrat nomination. Because that's all you people are. You've created this system of failure where all of you get very fat and very rich. And all your lobbyists make tens of millions per person. The greatest thing to happen to the city of Chicago is the failure that built the Democrat mafia that bore you. And you're going to do everything you can to protect it and to isolate it. Because what you do to do that is mobilize it to vote for this incompetent failure 45 years where his brothers, his sister, his son, his nephews all became millionaires by him prostituting the political power that he and you people conned him into having. That's the legacy of the Chicago Democrat. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Let me call her, please. Thank you for calling the Liberty Hour. I do appreciate it. It's Greg. Greg. Sorry, I didn't get in in time. Hey, how you doing? Good. How are you, buddy? How could you come off and say that? How could she come off and say that becoming unmoored to the Constitution? It's a sanctuary city. The thing that gets me, there's no pushback. Nothing. Two weeks. The Two si- weeks you've had this, this incident at McDonald's out there. Nobody pushes back. One day, all over with. I'm on to the next thing. Yeah, well, if I read that article correctly today in the Wall Street Journal... 850,000 people have left Illinois in the last, what, 15 years? Oh, no, it's way low. more. Uh, I think way it's low. way more. Maybe maybe I'm wrong, but I think months, maybe. maybe Chicago. I believe that is Chicago, hey, but Illinois, yeah. Go ahead. There ain't, there, there ain't no way in the world, there ain't no math in the world. You can go to the CPS, and their math won't even make it look good. This is a train wreck. Look at why. And these people are just ex- making it, it get, uh, getting us on the escalator up faster and faster with this. This, oh, the Constitution this, the Constitution that, good neighborhoods this, good neighborhoods that. It's a disaster. Greg, their entire no, they're platform. Thriving, but they're thriving. But their entire platform is against the Constitution. Their entire platform is uh, unmoored from the Constitution. You can listen to yourself on the radio, Greg. You can hear another phone. So listen to what their solutions are. More and more taxation. You know, their big push, kid. It's coming. I told you for since I first met you, the whole plan of why the, the Chicago Democrat mafia was just going to double down on its failures because they needed Illinois to bail it out. Well, what do you think this income tax increase is going to do? They're guaranteed to bail them out. And that's their big push. That's what they're going to shove down your throats. And if you think that that Illinois increase in a progressive tax on your income isn't going to happen, you've been living on Pluto for the last 10 years. 312-642-5600. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And doggone it, people like me. This is the Liberty Hour. 
Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Everybody knows that the day I think the gullibility of the American people is what astonishes me. As we watch... Both parties do this, by the way. This is not an exclusive trait of the Democrats. Both parties implement their schemes. I mean, and that's what they're running, is a scheme. And then as it fails, they run against it under the hopes of redoing it or strengthening it. And, you know, whether it's... in their own personal touch on it. Whether it's Social Security, whether it's welfare, whether it's the new cornerstone of tyranny, Obamacare, which, by the way, brother, is working exactly as it was designed. If you like your doctor, you will be able to keep your doctor. <laughs> Sherry, if the, if the stupid son of a gun is that dumb enough to stay in business. Yeah, that one didn't age well. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's just priceless. And by the way, that's what the Democrats are running against. Bill, thanks for calling the show. How are you, buddy? Good, good. And what I was going to say was uh, uh, um, when I was working, well, first of all, before that Obamacare started, two people or two people that you paid insurance for. Uh, if you have a kid, then you were a family. You know, you added an extra one on. They sure. they switched it over where just a married couple was a family. And I went from uh, paying four, I think it was $47 a payday up to 312 or something dollars a payday for insurance. And it was only an 80% coverage. When I was paying the $47, we had 100% coverage. But our company switched over to this other company, and we were getting screwed. And Bill, left and right. And your, your deductible company, probably doubled, too. But here's the thing to remember, Bill. Your company saw the same increase. So you're, you're in, you increased threefold exponentially. So did your company. And the, Yeah, I was going to say as a percentage, not just as a dollar. You know, you know, so here's the problem, Bill. It failed on such a mass level that the only people that benefited from it were the lowlifes who refused to get it in the first place. That's all who benefited yep. from Obamacare. So you penalized. It's the same thing with Social Security. You penalized everybody to benefit those very few who never really were going to pay into the system anyway. And they do, well, the, thing, you know, this is the problem with it. Well, another thing about the Obamacare, too, on those uh, subsidies they gave you, if they gave you $4,000 worth of subsidies, guess what? You got a bill of in the mail for tax time. You owed an extra $4,000 in taxes because, uh, you know, those subsidies were tax deductible. Bill, that's how they bought off the Republicans. That's how you that's how you've got a bunch of people, an entire really 50 percent of the nation who said they were conservatives to to take the welfare, not recognize its welfare and then argue for more of it. That's how you take a society that is principled. And that's how you make it unprincipled is that you slowly put them on welfare and make them think they're entitled to it. And this is our reality, Bill. If you told our grandfathers that went to World War II or your father, whatever the case is, if you told him where we'd be today, he'd say, why the hell did we fight the Nazis? We are the Nazis. It's, it's the same nonsense. Listen to their speak. The Nazis were populists. The Nazis were socialists. The Nazis wanted to implement ticky-tack restraints to benefit all of society in this phony utopia. I, I, the only thing different... Bill, is that we don't have the Hugo Boss suits with the big lapel. Thank you for calling the show. I appreciate it. How's that, McBath? I don't call the other party. Everybody. Yeah. And if you listen to, to, to politicians talk, listen to what they're selling you. You know, I have, I've, I've had this question for years. Social Security is a, is a fraud. It is a socialist cornerstone. It is the kind of thing that politicians get to pretend 
they're going to either improve the tyranny of it, or they're going to run somehow against an efficient form of it, when the very structure of Social Security was designed to be the failure pothole that it is. And yet, not a one conservative Republican has ever pushed forward for an option for you to opt out of Social Security. Do you have any idea how much better your life would be if not only you got to keep your Social Security contribution, but you do realize your company gives one too, right? All it is is a phony tax scheme. By the way, for you older people out there who apparently never read, there is no Social Security trust. It's not really an insurance plan. It's a scam, man, to tax you and your company for being dumb enough to hire you because they don't want your company to give you that money. Yet, if you took that taxed money and put it in your own pocket and invested it, God knows where it would be. But however, no, 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 no. That's, you'd that's, have to do it. That's possession. That's theft. You'd have to actually care about your future enough to think about it. See, but what they did is they bought off your complacency. And my, how cheap it was. And now we can all pretend we're going to expand it, right? Feel the burn as this jobless communist pretends he knows how to run society. He couldn't run a Dunkin' Donuts scumbag that he is. All right, bring up Tom. Tom, dear Park, thanks for calling. How are you, buddy? Uh, well, guys, uh, good evening. Uh, Sean, you're going on. I, I'm not going to use I'll use the N-word as you said it, okay? Neighbor? And how... They were populists oh. and socialists. And, and what you did mention, oh, and I would add, yeah, and what I would add mm-hmm. uh, in the populist movement is the just this look to a leader, a cult leader. And, and, and in both cases, whether it's Bernie or Donald Trump, imbecilic morons with no economic uh, basis or background for what they espouse. But, and there's large Tom, listen of to both me, brother. parties that desire these men. Tom, I'm and so glad you I'm so glad you I've called this for four years. Yeah, I understand. But I'm so glad you called because I want to tell you something right now. I'm going to tell you when you think about the, the kind of tyranny Donald Trump is stopping by rejecting the green eco Nazis. You do understand what a favor he's doing to us. I don't like his economics either. And you know that I don't. But I'm going to tell you what. I'm running to vote for him in November, and you know me. I don't, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not selling you a pitch. For the simple fact, he is the barrier between once that, those eco-Nazis start to tax you for breathing, Tom, what do you think they're going to do to us, man? Sean, what do you think four more years of President Trump with his cult-like following in the Are districts you? with senators and representatives Tom. obsequious and obeying to him we are in dire straits, my Tom, friend. but you do we, recognize we, the, the reality of how much he's saving us from that. I no, agree with you. I don't recognize that whatsoever. So you telling me, Tom, seriously, you're not going to give me that nonsense, Joe Walsh nonsense, where we gotta, we got to pretend the Democrat gets in, do you? What's this got to do with Joe Walsh? No. You, whoa, 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 whoa. What's all this about the J word? He's, advoca- he's advocating you vote for a Democrat. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. Okay, good. Because I, I That's agree. That's what I'm Here, calling about. You got, you got two th- options in November. You either... Are you harassing Tom while uh, I'm screening other bit. callers? You either vote Watch for yourself, you, you bite the bullet and you vote for the populist, and I feel the same way you do. The exact same way. Or you recognize that he's not me and you don't vote. But I'm not, 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 I am never going to advocate voting for the picture of American communism in the face of a Bernie Sanders or the picture no. of American corruption in the face of that fraudulent with the doll hair sewn to his head, Joe Biden. 
I mean, there's, there's a good argument to make, and I don't know that it's your show and you would allow me to make it on a phone right. call. Go ahead. But it's there's a pretty show. good argument to be made for this conservative cause to have Biden. And I'm not voting for him, but I can make that argument as a stopgag to prevent four more years. of. How Donald can Trump. you how can you tell me that a guy of 45 years of corruption, you know, about Biden's brothers, right? You know about know Biden's. About you know about Biden's sister, right? I'm not even going to mention the cokehead kid. Just that alone, and the corruption can, of the lobbyists. Can we all be a How little bit? How could you possibly? I don't care what populism and the fraud that it is, and the populists that sell it. I don't care what it's. It pales in comparison to the Biden existence his very existence sickens me i've got to stop the idea that we'd let him in the white house is outrageous i gotta stop both of you because that's irrelevant because joe biden will not be the nominee oh please he'll never see the fourth of july he doesn't know where his car is the guy has dementia i'm pretty sure of it that's my personal opinion yeah okay i don't think he's a moron or at least he used to be but he he definitely is is not he's not has all his faculties in that hannibal lecter costume they are going to insert they are going to insert hillary at the convention Mark my words, you owe me 10 bucks if they don't, even though he didn't. Fine, Whoa, Duchess George, of Chaff- that, that, That's a new one. I didn't hear that. Yeah, that's a all right. Little to me, it's obvious. Duchess They're going to insert somebody. Stay away from Milwaukee because it'll make 1968 Chicago look like a cakewalk. I generally oh, stay away from Milwaukee Tom, just because you know of my I cholesterol. <laughs> you know I appreciate the call. Thank you very much. We do have to go to commercial break. Bye, guys. But I will, I, I will reiterate. McBath, he's still on. I will you re- got a full minute. I will reiterate the fact. You lied to Tom. That there is an issue here. <laughs> Where a lot of people who feel about Trumponomics the way that I do, and by the way, I'm, I, I completely agree with what populism, it is a corrupt system, yeah. okay? It is a fraud system. It is sold by collectivists that want to profit from steering you in the name of patriotism. That's what populism is. First implemented by the, by the Democrats, co-opted by numerous Republicans from Teddy Roosevelt to Donald Trump. However, he is saving us from the eco-Nazis that want to tax you for your existence and want to control all society and seize corporations. There is no question that if you're not a communist, you only got one guy to vote for. And I don't like it any more than you do, but it's the big hip guy. I'll tell you what, though. I do think he can pick wives. You're going to get used to wearing them chains after a while, Luke. Now, back to the Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. I just want to reiterate this point, McBath, because I think it's crucial. You know, I was telling you how upset I was when I watched Flannery today. And um, the pro-baby murderers. Oh, I thought it was were, just because you couldn't grow that cool of a beard. We're attack- I could grow a cool bird, beard, by the way. But cool, we're attacking... A cruel, a cruel bird? Lipinski. Because he, he voted for a bill that saves a baby that somehow survives an abortion. Wow, what a monster. And I was just, you know, just watching this debate, I told you, it's, it's like seeing your parents make out. You just can't unsee it. And it's just a despicable yeah. act. And as you look at these scum that are running for president on the Democrat ticket, advocating for the, for the removal of the Hyde Amendment, which at least stops federal money from paying for these wretched human beings that would kill their own kids. Yeah. Um, when you think about this whole thing and how much people hate Donald Trump and gets, gets like this whole personality, yeah, go ahead, vote for Biden over Trump. Are you nuts? Are you nuts? Are you listening to yourselves, let alone thinking about the ramifications of having such a scum 
45-year mafia figure like Joe Biden in the White House, let alone that inept garbage can bum Joe, uh, Bernie Sanders. I mean, you listen to me. I don't like it. I'm not a populist. I don't sell that BS. America first. They don't even know what the hell they're talking about. You as, dummy. As they're paying off American crime labor mafias like unions. That's I, why. I have to say, I actually didn't mean to hit that. That's all right. I loved it. It was list. perfect. It was perfect timing. I, I, but as you hear the, the similarities between Bernie trade and Trump trade, I get it. Nobody gets it more than me, and nobody said it longer than me. You have to do the right thing and vote for that big dummy. Now he played a big dummy. You big cold-blooded dummy. There you go. That's what you do. That's what you got to do. You got to do that. Sorry or it's the, the baby slaughtering, eco-Nazi, tax you for living Democrats. But then, you know, the hypocrisy of, no, 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 we got to take your AR-15 because, you know, it might protect some kid. You, they don't give crap about kids. It's, I, it's any, just an, here, to a certain extent, too, brother, our side plays that card. Our side plays that card when the fact of the matter is, they can't take them. No. They can't. Listen to me. There's more guns than people. You know how yeah. many guns are out there? They ain't going to take your gun. How are you going to take the gun? First of all, it's like these people who pretend, you know, uh, it's a real log jam for me to get my concealed carry. Listen to me. If you needed the government to say it's okay for you to carry a gun, you were a pigeon in the first place. Well, but it stops you from the government putting you in jail for exercising your Second Amendment right. Listen. And and there is a good reason to be upset, especially in Illinois, because, you know, what they did was they said, okay, well, we mandate the state police do this. And then they did not give the resources to the state police to actually do that. So there is a serious logjam. My, my renewals waiting. You think I waiting? Needed, and you waiting. think I needed that moron scumbag Blagojevich or seven or or, or paint that chip, hilarious. Paint chip Pat Quinn, that moron who pretended to cut his own grass, or seven foot of stupid Bruce Rauner, or this this walking punchline with the twelve inch inseam and the four hundred pound belly to tell me it's okay to carry a gun. Let me tell you something. I practice the same rules that the gangster disciples practiced. If it was good enough for them to carry, it was good enough for me to carry. I was thinking we could have a corruption-based reality show where Rod Blagojevich and Jesse Jackson Jr. compete to chase cameras around Chicago like lawyers behind ambulances. I'm so sick of pretending I need these people approval to do I anything. I said Jesse Jackson Jr. I mean, just... Yeah. Do you mean the, the, the one whose father is from the Church of Perpetual Tax Avoidance? No, the no. one with the girlfriend who never paid the child support for the waitress he knocked up? I, I, that I meant, holy man? I meant the death. That yeah. punchline? Idiot. God, how stupid Democrats are. George, thanks for calling the show. How are you? Hello. How are you? Yeah, are we on the air or what? Yeah, we're on the air. Yes, sir. Are you listening? It's the or what? Yeah, well, how, how come that nobody ever mentions Obama? $35 trillion missing at the time, end of his term. Trillion? Not what? You mean billion or trillion, George? I'm helping you. Trillion. With a T, huh? First of First one, he had the meeting with, with uh, Trump at the White House. He said, I got the surprise for you. Well, so what Trump said, he said, I got $21 trillion missing. And then they had a meeting later on, and I don't know how much he told him, but there are economists who knows about it, and they are now up to $45 trillion missing. Not one word has been on TV or newspaper. Well, let me ask you this. Or where did you get the information? Right off a TV screen. Well, you just said no one was on TV. What TV screen? 
What were you watching? It told you to. Well, I I was I can't remember which one I was watching. That's you know, big, and then that's I, a big I point. But uh, but that's I a stickler. but I actually saw saw Trump when when he got the first message and, it, and, and he and turned he, black in his face. So when how do you, he how do you it. let me it was ask a black you, face? Let me. <laughs> boy, well, <laughs> that's so a how do you know how do you know that conversation happened? Where did you get your information from, kid? That conversation happened right in the White House. Were you to fly right on, on the, the wall? Steps. How do you know what happened? I'm asking you how you know. Right, how do you know what happened? There was He told him there was all over the place that there was $21 trillion missing. And you know, and, and, and where did you find this information? He said he was watching TV. Well, that that's came out there. I, I may have got it through... Uh, Okay. It's good enough for me, George. Stuff. And that's why I don't like insurance. I'm paying for this guy's health care, for God's sakes. Are you listening to this? Let alone <laughs> they get the vote? What the hell is going on? That's a lot of money. Three, 20, one, 27 two, trillion or six, 35 four, trillion? Two, 5,600. If you haven't had eight drinks or less, call us. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. You're listening to The Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. idiot. <laughs> this is the Liberty Hour, 312-642-5600. I mean, I complain that I got, you know, I come here on a beautiful Sunday, but I love it, man. You want a callers, man. I love You no, asked no, no. for I callers. I love the show, and you know, I got to go to Florida. I don't know if I told you, on Thursday, yeah. I got to go, and I'm not going to be here on Sunday. Oh. Yeah. So I get three hours off next Sunday. Yeah. So um, it'll be taped, or you know what we'll do? <laughs> We've got, uh, I'm doing um, um, Dan Prof show Tuesday afternoon. Okay. So let's do that. And um, because it's, it's. I'll work my magic. It's syndicated. But I have to tell you, um, I'm reminded by that last caller when you keep asking, well, where'd you get the information? Where'd you it's, get the bad information? Infowars. You know, let's I'm, just be honest with ourselves. You know, I'm going to tell you something right now. That's why I reject populism. I'm very aware of this Steve Bannon Caballero. I'm sorry, I don't buy into it. Okay, I know what populism is and I know the corruption in it. And I know that Steve Bannon's organization is a super PAC. They're super PACs. They're just the same nonsense. The Democrats that we rail against, they're the same. They're our version. Apparently, they're supposed to be the opposition. They run under the same corporatism, how government gets to control you, control your purchasing power, control law to corral you into participating in their scheme. I reject all of it. Steve Bannon is an interesting case because he's supposedly the opposition to socialism. The reality is populism is socialism, and it's run supposedly from a conservative venue. And there's a reason he spent three years in Europe building their populist movements. See, it was very important to build theirs up first. Well, it plays on your insecurities, right? And so those insecurities are allayed a little bit when you have uh, a group of people working together, safety in numbers, right? Yeah. So they, you know, but collectivism leads to it. And here's the difference between the socialist and the Fabian. The socialist wants to do it with force, right? The old-fashioned Trotskyite, Leninist, Stalinist. It's force. I know what's best for you, and you will comply. The Fabian is smarter. No, no, it's, you can do whatever you want as long as you do what I tell you. That's why the Fabian was, was out of England. It was out of a business school. Yeah. Oxford, I think it was. And um, he does it through law. He does it through behind the scenes, through rigging the game. That's what populism is. It rigs the game. It doesn't allow you to have the flea flow of your money and your property and your value in your dollar of whatever country that is. See, what they don't like is the idea, same way the socialists don't like, the idea that you're free to choose. 
They want to take that choice. They want to control. They want to steer the result. Now, what's the best way to do it? Well, the best way to do it is through a phony utopia. That's why the socialists do it. What's the other way to do it that gets a lot of support? Through a phony patriotism. Now, do you think when the founders were creating this beautiful idea that is America, that they wanted you to stoke the corruption in labor unions like the UAW? I, I don't think they would. I think they would have went to war with the UAW. Yeah, probably so. Do you think it wanted to stoke the corruption in through groups like the steel industry that has an organization set up strictly to control and create laws to benefit themselves? I don't think they would have. I don't know. Call me silly. I think that I think that Madison and Jefferson and Adams would have slapped the taste out of the mouth of these scumbag board members that wanted to steer politicians that you could buy like 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 chicklets to, to create laws to control us. I don't think they would have went for it. I think that the idea of people that went to war over a currency wanted the people that were behind them like those like today when we talked about the kids at the party I was at. You want the best for them. I fight these people, not for me. Listen, I figured it out many, many years ago. It's over with. you got to at least run to a better state. But ultimately, you fight for the kids that are behind you, right? Isn't that what this whole thing is about? It's about stoking the fundamentals and principles that are about the individual freedom. Now, here's the problem with all of this individuality that I fight for. It's a participation game. And by the way, there's consequences. So if you're a scumbag, if you're a drug addict, if you don't care about yourself, you suffer in my world. See, in their world, those are called useful idiots, and they get to use them against everybody. Right? Well, you got to take care of the people who don't want to do anything. You got to. You got to take care of the unable, of the handicapped, of, the, of which, if you want to, I'm all for private organizations sure. doing it. I yeah. have no problem with charity. Yeah. And by the way, those charities will do it far more efficiently than a bunch of corrupt, fat, and, and useless slobs calling themselves a politicians. A better job. Volunteers will do a better job than bureaucrats. I have not had one Bernie supporter. Now, you see, I like to engage with people who think differently than myself. Yes, you do. I have not had one Bernie supporter tell me. What the, what the qualities of Bernie Sanders, where in his resume, where in his past, where in his present, he is qualified to make the decisions of this utopia. And this whole math doesn't matter thing is not, not going to play. And by it the way, not. neither can the populist. When I tell me, no. if somebody explain fair, Trump's idea of fair to me, what's fair? Because, see, I think fair is not having to bow down to corrupt industries like steel. I think fair is taking a scumbag mafia union boss like the UAW and telling you right here, I got your bailout right here. See, but through Trump world, you have to, it's got to be fair. So we got to pay the Mexican worker in Mexico 16 American dollars an hour instead of taking advantage of the, of the, of the currency fluctuation, the value in our dollar. He's got to take that away. Well, that's fair. See, so the similarities between the two parties are where you, as an American voter, should say, hmm, that sounds about as phony as that guy's last accusation that Obama stole trillions of dollars. That sounds phony to me. So where did you get the information? I saw it on TV. Sounds a lot like the Democrat and Trump supporter, doesn't it? I saw it on TV. Must be true. Because I will ask, show after show, where is this populism that works? Where's this utopia in your mind that actually worked? Or doesn't it all turn out like Venezuela? By the way, both populist and socialist, 
That's the future of America unless you start doing some thinking, kid. Start cleaning your own house. 312-642-5600. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, an AM560, The Answer. So, you know, for years, decades, since I was a kid, I never got the I got a guy. I got a guy. How you walk around and you vote for this slob, this wannabe gangster Ed Burke, or this little punchline Mike Madigan, or even Daly. Remember that, that, that moron, moron that he was, Daly. And they vote your ass. Oh, I think he's doing a good job. Daily mortgaged away so much Such future revenue. Scumbag. With Please. the meters and the skyway oh, the and everything. family. Oh. You're walking around like a bunch of accomplishments. Like you're real guys. You're real. Bill Daly, I'm a corporate genius. No, you're a scumbag bag man. That's all you are with your little bald head and your stupid look on your face. And the people, the only thing worse than them are the people that continue to vote for them. Scumbags that they are. So, you know, when I look at Dick Durbin, this fraud whose wife not only could scare a bulldog off a meat truck, but is a very rich lobbyist whose little nephew, cousin, little slap bag man, another big time lobbyist. You see him sit there as he pretends. I remember when he first got elected in the 80s after he was a college walk around professor. He was a, a, a Catholic. He was a pro-life or whatever, anti-abortion Catholic. Now you look at him as we have these bills where you're attacking a Democrat like Lipinski who voted to save the baby. right? And, and, and you listen to him and they come off like some authority. And I think to myself, these same idiots that vote for this corrupt scumbag, obvious to anybody with an IQ over 60 for decades to keep him as a senator, they're going to vote for this Biden. Do you have him endorsing him? You want Durbin, you said? Give me Durbin. All right. America needs a new president. That phony monotone Joe voice. Biden will be that person. America needs a president who binds the wounds of this divided nation. America needs to take you by the ear Joe and train on the like curb. President. Sounds like he's in bondage. America needs a president who understands that most Americans worry more about the supermarket than the stock yeah, market. Yeah, because you care about the supermarket. I'm Families boy. struggling paycheck to paycheck <laughs> need a leader who remembers them every day. Joe Biden will be that president. America needs a president who will expand the protections of the America, the Affordable Care Act. Oh, as every geez. family, every person you has see. access to affordable, quality health care. Joe Biden will be that president. Translation increase the America load. needs a president whom we can tell our children that condescending, is a good, monotone, caring, scum yeah. like honorable you. person who will lead our nation in the tradition oh, of the best leaders of both idiot? political parties. He's, he's speaking Joe nicely. Joe Biden is that man and will be that president. He's speaking nicely. Like you talk about somebody in a nursing home who's got Alzheimer's. Well, that's how he got where he is, right? You know, as, oh, he's, well, he's, he's been sweet and he's had this nice, it's a eulogy. The monotone mobster. That's how he speaks to you with that condescension, right? Avoid the fact that his wife with the stretch marks on her ears is a very rich lobbyist and his dim-witted cousin, hmm, also a lobbyist. Avoid the fact that the money that this guy's made via proxy that's hidden and we'll never find. Avoid it all. Don't focus on it. You just do what he says you'll do. And you'll vote for this other fraud who's been in office for 45 years. Who has steered both corporate money and government contracts to his brothers, to his son, to his sister. And you'll pretend that this dimwit who without an exit sign couldn't get out of a room 
is good enough to be president instead of the delusional diaper wearing dummy that he is. I did the three days there. Did you catch that? Delusional. Yeah, I hate diaper wearing dummy. That's what he is. And you'll pretend that he's coherent and that he shouldn't be strapped to a dolly like Hannibal Lecter as he's wheeled off to watch Judge Judy and be fed rice pudding like he should. Because that's what the Democrat base is. Either they're corrupt or those that want to be corrupt. Sickening to me. The American socialists. I'm sorry. In this country, it's not good enough for me. And they're certainly not good enough to run things. Or you get it Chicago, Illinois. How's that working for you? 100 years of bankruptcy and failure. I have to go home. I have to go home. I have to go home. 